Hi, I'm Lou. Welcome to Therapy and the Body. Tune in to hear me and my therapist friends talk about why it's important to include the body in the therapeutic process. This podcast is for clinicians, clients, and anyone who's interested in exploring the body's experience. So in my last episode, I talked a little about what it means to be outside of our window of tolerance and hyperarousal and hypoarousal, which are dysregulated states. And so in this episode, I want to answer the question of how do we get out of these dysregulated states and into our window of tolerance? So to start off with, I want to say that when we're talking about chronic dysregulation, we are also talking about trauma. Chronic dysregulation is often a response to trauma, often, but not all the time. Chronic dysregulation can also be a result of other things besides trauma. So For example, people on the autism spectrum or those who are otherwise neuroatypical may experience chronic dysregulation as a result of how their bodies uniquely take in the world around them, which is actually quite traumatizing at times because our systems and structures don't consider people with a variety of needs. But in this episode, I'm not talking about this exactly. I'm referring to people who are neurotypical with varying degrees of trauma, either from isolated traumatic events or from having rough childhoods. So keeping a few things in mind about trauma helps us know how to support our clients or ourselves when we're dysregulated. Trauma generally has to do with the experience of things happening too fast, too intensely, and without our control. So we want to have the opposite of these things be present for our clients in order to help them get back in their window of tolerance. And some of these things we can do on our own for ourselves. So here are four things to remember. So first, you want to go slow. This is especially important when we're dealing with a state of hyperarousal. We want to help our clients slow down their words or their gestures or movement so that they can actually digest their experience because too much, too fast can be re-traumatizing. For example, we can prompt our we can prompt our clients to pause, uh, to place their hand on their chest or heart, and take a breather. And I found that people actually appreciate being given the permission and space to actually take a break and a breather. Second, you want to use the body. The body shows us signs of dysregulation, and the body also helps us get back in our window of tolerance and into more regulation. In dysregulated states, it's like our nervous system is reacting to incidents and circumstances that happened in the past. Although we may be safe now, our brain, our nervous system is sounding an alarm. So bringing our attention to the body can help us come back into the present moment. It can help us pace our experience and kind of take it slow. 
So this, in a session, this can look like asking your clients, what do you notice bodily right now as you share with me? Or can you feel your feet on the floor? So the third thing you want to remember is use the therapeutic relationship. Just like with the body, bringing awareness to the relationship can also help our clients bring bring their whole systems into the present moment. So given, and this, this works given that the relationship is actually a place of safety and that there's some rapport in the relationship. So what this will look like is asking the client what it feels like to be sharing with you right now. Or do they feel safe sharing right now? And whatever the answer is, how do they know that's the case? So the fourth thing you want to remember is collaboration. Let your clients know that they are in full control over what happens during the session, that they are a full participant in their healing process. Collaboration builds self-esteem and self-trust. It gives them the space to notice what they need and want. For instance, if you have a couple of interventions in mind, let your client know what you're thinking. Let them choose where they want to go first. Or you might ask them if the distance between you two is fine or where they want to sit. So that's a couple things to remember about how to bring your client or even yourself into your window of tolerance. So in a future episode, I think I'll talk about more specific somatic resources and interventions, but I don't want to make this too long. So that's it for now. Thank you for listening to Therapy and the Body. To get in touch with me about trainings or private sessions, email lujohnsontherapy at gmail.com. To learn more about how I work with couples and individuals, visit my website at lujohnsontherapy.com. Lou is spelt with an L-U.